Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of Utopia to Me with me, your host, Chris Locke. How's it going? Hey, first podcast of 2016. Oh, man, brand new year, brand new full of cheer, brand new should I cut out beer, brand new, hey, get over here and walk with me to the gym, you know, New Year's resolutions. Is that uh, how you're feeling right now? Or are you like, whatever, who cares? Nothing ever changes. We're all the same. And then the uh, earth melts. How's it going? I'm glad you guys are back and with me and listening to this episode. It's a good one. My guest is John McCurley, who is a local uh, Toronto artist who has actually traveled all over the world doing his art, and he's super funny and super unique, and we haven't chatted in a long time, so it was nice to catch up and then find out what his utopian world would be like and so much more. So this is a really fun episode. Uh, I had a good time hanging out with John. We drank tea. We pet cats. You know, the usual. And uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, gee, you know, call in. There is no phone. But you know what I mean? Call in with your tweets. And then uh, let me know. Otherwise, we're going to get uh, going. So, you know, strap this into your head and uh, do whatever you need to do. Um, but but let it get in there. Get it soak it into your brain. Uh, like those little dinosaur sponges, because once you've listened to my podcast, once it's uh, been soaked into your brain, your brain actually expands and gets bigger in your head and gives you a headache. So just drink a glass of water. All right. But here we go. This is episode 54 with John McCurley. Enjoy. You took the tea bag out. Is it good for you like that? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's better with no tea bag. Yeah, no tea bag. But you did let it steep for a while. But also no milk, no sugar. Yeah, I like saying um just tea or just black yeah just tea please when people do this do they do you look at each other sometimes yeah i, I really? act like i'm really talking to the person i'm engaged okay okay why do you want to not look at me and act know. like you're in outer space yeah a little, well we'll see it's my first time <laughs> being interviewed by a gentleman <laughs> on his true. couch i was uh on this couch yeah uh, <laughs> I know it's your first time on this couch. I did a radio interview like a month ago, and it was kind of like this, but it was 8 in the morning. What was the radio interview about? It was about our movie that just came out. Bugs. Bugs. And it was in, we hired this press person, and we're like, you know, do some press, figure out some, or whatever. And then they're like, okay, I'll do it, no problem. And then the only thing they got us was an interview in um, a community center radio station. Wow. So does the radio station only play in the community center? It only plays on the website. <sighs> so But it was it was nice. It was pretty That's nice. Where's the where is the community center? It was in um Mississauga. It was almost Mississauga. It was in like somewhere east. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's not near Mississauga. <laughs> it kinda looked like Mississauga. For those listening, that's Mississauga is a suburb of Toronto and my guest is originally from there. It's true. It's right? also a city. It's all, oh, sorry. I should say city. Jeez. I think it's like Atlanta. Right. Or Houston. Oh, like it's a city. It's like a, a sub. It's like a city that's not that big, but it's like, a, it's nice. If anyone comes to Toronto, there's a city just west of us called Mississauga. That's like Houston, Houston. Texas. <laughs> I only say that because a guy from Mississauga made a post that's like, Mississauga is not as cool as Houston, but it's cooler than toronto oh my god who is that guy it's this guy i know who uh moved to uh taipei to do graffiti okay 
And he misses Mississauga. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in Taipei. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're, I'll say my guess too is John McCurley and the movie you're talking about that you and basically like an art collective from your home base, which can I call it home base? Like Double sure. Double Land yeah. in Kensington Market here in Toronto. For years, you guys were laboring on this movie called Bugs. Yeah, we worked on it for five years. Yeah, and I had a role in it one day. Yeah, and but you it's were cut. In it. But it, but it is cut. <laughs> Chris is cut. It's totally okay. But there's a lot of uh, protest. Like the music guy was like, "I can't believe you cut that scene." Really? Yeah. Who's the music guy? Andrew Zuckerman. Is he, he a friend of mine? I don't think so. Well, that's nice of him. Yeah. Did you? Oh, you said I can't believe you cut it because of me. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. He's like the the only stuff that it should be left in is Chris doing this thing where you talk for like ten minutes about nothing, and right. then we had this other joke where Glenn uh, checked a mic for like ten minutes. Glenn McCauley is uh, hilarious, and you guys—he uh, was done this podcast before, and me and him and I are close friends, and you and him are very close yeah, friends. We you were, grew up together we were forever. Teenagers, yeah. I actually, we're, I was talking to him because I met him the first time I saw him. He, I was biking around and uh, I stopped at a garage sale and yeah. there's this garage sale where there's these two guys selling only Star Wars toys. Yeah. And these two, imagine, picture this, two 13-year-old or 14-year-old boys yeah. setting up their own store and it's only toys from Star Wars. And they were so, you know, obsessed with Star Wars toys that they had like multiple ones. You know, they had enough doubles yeah, to have to a sell. whole sale about it. Wait, and you and Glenn went to this store? No, I just stopped in and I saw these two guys. And yeah. Glenn was one of the guys. Whoa. And so they had so many toys that they had like triple, you know, triple C-3PO's and stuff like that. Yeah. Triple, um, you know, <laughs> triple three droid C3s. and stuff. Yeah. You know, all, the, all, all those toys. He's seen the new Star Wars three times already. And I tried to almost get him to go with me and my friend Aaron for a second time for us. But it would have been his fourth. And he was like, I need to chill. I actually saw it with Glenn. Yeah. And uh uh he almost he looked like he was going to cry at the end yeah. cuz he was so happy. That's what he said. To him. Yeah. <laughs> he actually was like in this um, like a real emotional state. <laughs> I like, love that this podcast just... <laughs> has already become about Glenn crying over Star Wars. Yeah. That's really well, yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, there was one <laughs> scene I think I told you and uh your girlfriend Laura on on Spadina that when the lightsaber oh maybe i shouldn't give it away but there's a part near the end uh where I, my body made a noise like a baby that i had no control of i was just like <laughs> like very excited yeah that kind of a movie uh so bug screened at um was it the ago yeah for a, a good week or it's sh- it screened twice, twice in two weeks yeah yeah that's awesome yeah, it was pretty good. And how was the reaction to that? I only saw the beginning so far, but um, I, w- I was really into it. It was sold out both times. So 400 people have seen it. Yeah. Most of the people are in it because we try to make a movie that's like Star Wars that has lots of droids and aliens and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bugs is not just about bugs, but there's some droids in it. There's like droid-like, <laughs> droid-like bugs. Yeah, okay. Um. So there's lots of people in it because we... Yeah, this movie took years. And well, then, the day, just the one day I worked on it with you guys, it was rammed. It was like a party scene. And, yeah, everyone yeah, got to... Everybody who's everybody, anybody was there. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like that, but many scenes like that. Yeah, amazing. <clears throat> so people seem to, to like it. I think most people don't like it, actually. 
Right. I think most people don't get it. Right. But people who do, you know, think that they get it, really like it. And then is they, there they something you really and, get? Or is it just like... Yeah, I, th- I think so. Okay. I think when you look at... I mean, no one on the radio knows what it looks like, so this won't make any sense. But right. <clears throat> on the surface, it looks very shitty. It's like we've never made a movie before, so we're shooting with like shitty cameras and stuff like that. Right. Or like sometimes there's lighting, sometimes there's not. Or like sometimes, you know, they have these costumes that are like from Chinatown. One of the ways that the movie was designed was like all the costumes came from a convenience store. So the reason why (laughs) they have these really crazy clothes is because everyone is dressed from a convenience store. Like the shirts that they wear and stuff like that. Just as like a... An idea someone had. Yeah, everything to me seems like it's... There's a lot of manipulation using black marker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of black yeah. marker I think that's right. effect on this movie. Yeah. So, from the outside, you might be like, this is bad. Like, my dad was like, you should go to film school. Like, you should consider going back to school. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, he saw the movie and yeah. was like... He's like, you know what? Maybe you should go back to school uh, to learn how to do this. <laughs> in a way that's still supportive well, i good. guess yeah, it's good. he still wants to keep you in the film area yeah that's that's but true. it's your first time trying yeah that's true and the way that i know you guys from that uh, community is that it is grassroots is part of it yeah because it's about the inspiration comes first which is some of my favorite art right is when it's about the the knee jerk inspiration and um, raw rawness of it instead of like whatever like it's that's part of the vibe of bugs yeah to a degree do you know what I'm saying yeah totally I I feel like that's what you and Amy and those guys are like at work this morning I was watching an interview with George Lucas yeah it's not you guys aren't like George We're Lucas not like George Lucas <laughs> <laughs> but he you know, that guy is a good interview you should get him mm, I don't maybe know maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I would love to interview anybody, literally anybody. Literally. <laughs> Except a person that wanted to murder me during the interview. I wouldn't want that. I don't think George Lucas would want to murder me. But anyways, the reason why I bring it up is George Lucas was explaining that when he yeah. you know, pitched this idea, no one wanted it at all because it seemed so stupid. Bugs? Star Wars. but he described he's like i just explained that there's like dogs flying spaceships and everyone would be like that's not good like you can't you're not going to do that right good uh and then and then yeah so star wars had some problems too yeah exactly yeah but then it took is the biggest movie ever made so you should send a copy of bugs the vimeo link to george (laughs) lucas and be it's like, can you add some CGI to this? Maybe the, the interesting thing about that interview is that George Lucas is like, now I just want to make movies no one will ever watch. He's like, I want to like make THX style movies for the rest of my career. He's mad at the new one. Yeah, he was pre- he's, he's disappointed. He's not really happy with it. And he's not happy that he became a superstar. But all of the fans are happy with it. That's the craziest part. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Well, one thing I like that you said so far is that um, you think most people don't like it and you seem pretty okay slash comfortable with that because it means that you took your risk, you guys put it together, you get something out of it. There are a good amount of people as well that get something out of it. So you're okay with it splitting the audience. 
Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it'd be nice if people uh, liked it more, but I think they don't like it for because there's lots of, you know. Are more people going to be able to see it soon? Yeah, it's going to show in Montreal, London, and um, Waterloo. Amazing. In the next few months. Yeah. And then we're trying to show it in L.A. in this place called Night Gallery if they want to show it there. Oh, I've heard of that place. Yeah. And then it's not a proper, it's not, a, we're not filmmakers, but we don't know what we're doing. So we're showing it through some strange other ways. So yeah. instead of it being in a festival or something, it's just going to be like, who do we know in Kansas City? Yeah. Like, do they have a projector? A projector. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do they have popcorn? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's good. Um, before we get going talking about your building your utopian world um so double double land is huge uh i used to perform there a lot i love it there um yeah you guys put on amazing music shows amazing art shows and all kinds of other things like forums basically and all kinds of stuff uh seminars no just kidding <laughs> uh yeah so you kind of started that yeah, me With and Dan. Dan yeah. Villa. It's named after a play that Amy and I did before this movie. Yeah, so Amy came up twice now. It's Amy Lamb, and you guys have a sketch group called Life of a Craphead. Yeah. Which is, like, super damn funny. <laughs> and then you did... Uh, I had a show for years at Last Sabbath called Let's Get Hot, and you would do a about a minute or two of your own stand-up on that, like, every, every, month. every month. Yep. And that was, like... A highlight of the show and i totally miss it and stand-up is i think stand-up is the best art form yeah which is <laughs> contentious <laughs> well it's the but best for control so the person having control yeah. yeah and so i totally can't wait to get back well you're damn good at it and you have an original voice and it was uh yeah you're missed for sure by people that rem- remember seeing you it was so funny thanks chris um, I love that joke that I can't remember. The guy was distracted and he just ended with, ah, I don't know, big boobs, big boobs. <laughs> Do you remember that? How did that one go? There was one that was, there was one, I don't remember. <laughs> it, was, it was about a, like a ding dong that was distracted, couldn't focus. There's, there's a guy, there's a joke that's like, uh, I don't remember anymore. <laughs> oh crap. Anyways, so much fun. And you always bring like your giant book out with you. And I saw a show. Are you still writing funny ide- random ideas down like that? Yeah. I was thinking about the having a big book though. When I first started doing stand up, I copied Nick because Nick would just read. Yeah, but then you were like, "What if I had a way bigger book?" Or Nick would just always have a book. He's yeah, talking about Nick Flanagan. Every joke. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you like you can do that. And then I had this big book because I would draw. Yeah, I drew in this book, and then that works. Yeah, and then once I did it with a computer instead of a book, because usually I just write it on a computer and then write it in hand into a book because yeah. the book was a prop All and right. i did it with a computer and then it was like so shitty and it seemed like oh the computer can't work like there's something about it you know holding a computer's it was too high concept for the it's audience too, like it's something's bad but then too i saw busy. i saw a steve rogan buck show this week and he's a a poet yeah <clears throat> and uh all the people in his show just read from their phones yeah. So they'd just read from their phone. And it was like, oh, yeah, it totally works. Yeah. Like, no big deal. The phone, but yeah. not a computer. Yeah, it wasn't a computer. Wow. Yeah, well, <laughs> I liked your book. I have some of your drawings. 
you did a, some drawings for me and of me, which I still have. Wow. And I have posters still from shows I performed with you guys for No Face, No Problem. Wow. That was huge. Yeah. Th- that was, uh, you guys would put on a, we d- I did one in an arboretum or whatever, arborarium. Yep. <laughs> arborarium is what it's called, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where the trees are inside. Yeah. And then we did one by the pool. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, and the, I remember that. And the nude guys. This is a gu- long time ago. Yeah. And then the nude guys that were like skinny dipping and like they were on acid or something. I they jumped out of the pool. One guy, he's like, I know what you guys are doing. Recited an amazing poem and then dove back in the pool and no one could beat that. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember Okay. That. So uh, people listening, uh, No Face, No Problem was a show John did with his friends and where they book artists to perform in a certain location at a certain time and it was not it was like gorilla show sort of yeah. gorilla variety show it was just there's no venue so you were in some weird place yeah so this one was mid like after around midnight at a pool <laughs> and uh yeah we had to hop the fence to do it and mccasey arthur was there i remember that and he was amazing um yeah since now mccasey's gone r.i.p but yeah he i remember he killed it and then after him uh this random guy who wasn't there for the show who was like tripping out <laughs> him and his buddies were skinny dipping in the pool <laughs> jumped out of the water recited a killer poem <laughs> and then jumped back in the pool and everyone there was just like oh i remember <clears throat> going to that pool a lot yeah and i remember once going with katie Stelmanis, who's now a musician superstar yeah she's the singer in austria or she is austria mm-hmm. and uh but this is before she did that and I remember hopping the fence, and we're going to go swim in this pool, and then there's two people fucking in the pool. Yeah. And they're fucking against the side. And I remember she was like, what? And ran up to them and, like, stood over them like this, like, at the edge of the pool. Yeah. And I was like, what do you think you're doing? That's so gross. And they didn't, they didn't stop. They just ignored her. And there's this woman, like, yelling, like, you know, like, two feet above your head, telling you you're gross. Yeah. As they're fucking in the pool, and then they never stop having sex. They must have been on E or something. <laughs> or something. Here's the thing that bugs me about that. Besides, on top of the grossness, is isn't it bad for water to go into a vagina? I think so. Like every time I see underwater sex scenes, I'm always like, I heard that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can't enjoy it. Okay, so yeah, you're a local art star slash legend. <laughs> in my books he he made a face where i was like legend <laughs> but uh yeah everybody knows you loves you and um very talented guy and lately you've moved into a uh, you know you basically spearheaded the toronto uh protest against this band Viet Cong's dumb name That's and true. you have vietnamese background yep um <clears throat> Yeah, I totally did that. Um, my mom's from Vietnam. Yeah. She's half my family. Yeah. They fled Vietnam in the war. My grandma was killed in the war by an American soldier. And my aunt was killed by uh, communist soldiers. Um, <clears throat> and then, just as a summary, Canadian band from Calgary called Viet Cong. Yeah. And I remember seeing it on Facebook and someone being like, what's up with this name? Yeah. And being like, oh, shit, like... I don't want to get into this issue. Like I, right? Like I, I should make a stink about this because I'm Vietnamese. Like this person's just—I don't know what she is. She's not Vietnamese though. 
And I was like, uh, Just, yeah, you know, like, I don't want to get into a big Facebook fight. It's so stressful. So I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. And then <clears throat> I ignored it. I was just like, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm just going to be a nice Facebook guy, whatever, and mind my own business. And then like six months later, it came up again because they're going to win the biggest prize in the country. Polaris or something? Yeah. 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 So there's a music prize where you win 50 grand. And every year they give it to someone and there's like five nominations or something. And they were up for it. And when that happened, I was like, oh, Jesus, like, now I got to do something. They're kind of getting away with being shitty. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're like, like there's no, no one's raising any flag at all. Like they're going to win. the. But we should also one. say they're not even like a politically active, like politically no. conscious minded. And all band. that, once you get into it, once you read about it, it's like there's information that makes it even more bad for them, which is they made it up. They came up with his name as a joke. Like they were, they're like it's a racist joke the guy was holding a guitar and then someone's like you look like a Viet Cong," and you know and they kind of played with that idea what was he holding like a gun or yeah, something he was holding it like a rifle he was like shooting a gun yeah and then they're so into uh you know vietnam war movies that they're like oh yeah that's you man that's you, that's it. man. Yeah, there's no political yeah. activism behind it or anything. It's yeah. just like a It's just a joke. Goof. Yeah. Yeah. And then And I personally didn't know the a lot about the origins of the word Viet Cong either. Being a guy that just I don't like, think anyone does. So but but that is also, in my opinion, whether they change the name or not by this point, which they still haven't, right? Uh how many people have been like um taught like yeah. more details about that is just as important too so it's it's good that it's been out there yeah <clears throat> um so yeah and then in yeah <laughs> i think it's like a a valiant slash hard thing to do and i like yeah appreciate that you you're you stuck by it and like something you said earlier was interesting to me too is like <clears throat> a half of the decision to 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 make noise in that is like you have to be like uh, it, it is like dealing with the repercussions on Facebook because Facebook is such a shitstorm these days of self righteous people that want to kill other people with their words like so you basically or it's so stressful it's yeah like you can go on there and you can upset someone and then you can have a big argument but easy like it happens once a week you know yes <laughs> <laughs> I know so to get to decide to do it. It was kind of like, well, another reason why I had to do it or I felt like I am the one who has to do it is because they asked to play our space. Right, so Double Double Land. successful band, yeah, and then they wanted to have a, a secret show. Which Double Double Land is, uh, yeah, it's it's cool to sneak a show in there. It's a yeah. it's a hip like venue, yeah. So, so then I had um, a point of view that had some weight to be like, they asked to play in my house, I yeah. am Vietnamese. Yeah. Here's why it's bad. Right. And that's, you know, just by saying those things or just being like, here, ABC is why it's bad. Yeah. Is enough for people to be like, you're stupid. Like, shut up. Sit down. You know, all this negative response. And then there's a big argument happening. And now it's a global thing. Yeah. Well, um, North American. After. There's a North American response for sure, yeah. right? After um, we made T-shirts. In uh, September, then there was protests in all these other cities, yeah. and that was awesome. Yeah, and it was like it was like this this thing's so stressful and dumb and annoying, 
And then we made these signs, we made these slogans, and then it's like pathetic. Like three people were there. Yeah. But then following, like two days later, in another city in in the States, Mm -hmm. it's like our slogans are on their signs. And there's lots of people there. Yeah. And then like in Seattle, there's like way more people there. And it's the same language. Right. And so just being involved. And you're helping it grow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So that's interesting. Shout out to the first person was in Ohio who... Made us think about it. Okay. Was that the person you saw online? No, I saw people in Minneapolis. But someone in Ohio, like, stopped a show, and then it's like, if it's stopping in this little town in Ohio, like, like, in Toronto, you know, like, what's up? Uh, It's good to just let people... It's so weird because people that don't have... Well, yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk about this forever because it's already... We haven't started talking about the fun stuff yet, but (laughs) it's interesting. Uh, I just want to say that, like... uh, yeah, for people that don't have a Vietnamese background or the understanding of what the Viet Cong actually was and just grew up with, like, radical Vietnam movies, like, get them, you know, like that kind of shit. <laughs> then, yeah, it's easy for, like, the knee-jerk reaction to be like, whatever, it's just a dumb band name. Like, why would you take it personally? But yeah. then for, uh, yeah, so then when you have someone that's passionate, like, explaining, well, here's why you could take it personally if yeah. you want. It's so valuable. And it's really good that you uh, you you stuck with it and, and went through the hard stuff of like the Facebook bullshit and, and uh, the band being shitty to you and stuff like that yeah. too. Like, I think it's, it's important and it's uh congratulations on like, even like fucking taking a stand for something Thanks, and Chris. like teaching other people about it. You know what I mean? Thanks Chris. Yeah. So anyways, that didn't, <laughs> the other stuff talking about comedy <laughs> earlier would have led into the utopian <laughs> part easier. This was a little bit heavier, but like, <laughs> I did want to get that on my podcast because, yeah, it's really cool. And, uh, yeah, it just sucks that the band is, like, not political or can't even really explain for themselves what Viet Cong or Vietnam meant to them. Like, yeah, or, it's or just a flippant, dumb joke, like you said. There's, like, uh, Vietnamese people <clears throat> protesting them in maybe, like, six cities now. Yeah. And they're still, like, we're going to keep it until we're you done know, this We're going to keep it for another year. Like, we're going to keep using it. Yeah, I saw it was reported even on, like, Pitchfork.com and stuff. So, yeah. like, those people, like, everyone knows. Or they tell, they've told protesters, like, we're going to change it in a week. Or, like, we'll write an apology to you. And then they just don't. And so that's worth being, like, okay, we got to bring pressure on you now. They would make so much. They would, like, double their fan base, too, if they, like, showed that they were sensitive people yeah. to their fans now. Yeah. In my opinion. <laughs> like, just as a business sense. Yeah. Like, don't you want to look sympathetic to uh, people? Anyways. <laughs> so, in your perfect utopian world, <laughs> I am guessing that band has a different name. <laughs> what would they... Here, let's make a... <laughs> no, no, here, back and forth, just for a sec. What, let's think of some other names they could call themselves instead. I thought... I was I was trying to make jokes about this online, because I didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. So, I was like, the the way you got to do it is, like make memes about it or be funny about it or something like going straight down the middle and writing like a essay and putting in a magazine. Yeah. There must be a way that's better than that. Cause I'm not good at writing essays. Right. You're a funny guy. I hope I'm a funny guy. Uh, I try to be a funny guy. You are. Yeah. And you told me on Spadina the other night that you thought humor was maybe missing a bit in the protest. Oh yeah. I mean, that's looking back now. I think that's very interesting. The reason why it went down the way it was, which is signs saying like racist is because we had one day to pull this together after our movie came out. 
Right, right. And right until then, we were working like 72 hours, not going to sleep, like being crazy, trying to finish this movie. In the summer, I was like, when do they come to Toronto? And it's like, oh, fuck, they come the day our movie comes out? Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Like, what? Like, we can't organize anything. Right. You know? So if you had time, it would have been a bit more conceptual. Or, or yeah, or thought out. Yeah. Or um, funny. Did you think of funny names that they could be called? Instead? Well, I did. Online, I was like, I'm going to make a list of... Um... What about Vietnam? <laughs> Is that too much? I was going to make a list. Of, I was like, here's a list of names. You know, here's a list of you suggested names. can't tell if you names. thought that was funny or you got mad I at just, me. I'm just stressed thinking about it. Okay, let's move on then. Who okay. cares? Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. But anyways, if you guys are listening, you guys uh, are jerks. Take it easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I told you about what this podcast was about, but you didn't have that much. You've never listened to it. You've seen it on iTunes, you've seen it on Facebook, and you've yeah. said, no fucking I listened way. to a little bit of Glenn's thing, but it was just, like, chatter. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get to the part that's, like, Glenn's world. It's great. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, the chatter is long. I hope people are liking this so far. It's been about 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's half chatter, half utopian world building, and half insanity so okay but yeah basically have you thought of any hmm. ways that you like what you could be it doesn't even have to be this planet you know what i mean you can it start have to be this planet no you can start from scratch it can be like uh like a desert with you one have, building in the middle of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what's in that building yeah that's that's pretty scary that's um, what i'm saying well then that doesn't have to be your well, utopia what we started with when i came in was maybe it's like exactly the same but then their subtle things are different. Like, uh, it's easier for people to be honest. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about? I'm not saying that people are liars, but just express express themselves honestly. Right. Because, we were talking about that. Because I was going to say that I'm scared to do a podcast because right. uh, I will just try to be more mean. Like, that's always... If I'm like, I'm not comfortable in this situation, I want to be funny. Yeah. I'll just start saying, like, stuff that's, like, a little bit mean. Towards me? Or no, just, like... That's like my defense or whatever. Okay. So I'll be like... Um, That's pretty vulnerable that you're aware of that and admitted I, I'd that. I'd be like, yeah, this podcast is pretty good, I guess. You or know? like, <laughs> I tried to listen to one, but it was just chatter. Y- yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's it. That's what I mean. That's what I mean, yeah. See? <laughs> yeah, see? That's me trying to make a joke. Because then when I call yeah. it chatter, then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And then everybody laughs. Yeah. Everybody driving their car laughs. Or what did you say? You do instead of being a something like that. Oh, I'm clouded in a world of jokes. Right. Like I'm throwing jokes. Uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Basically, the only person that doesn't hear me joke is like my wife. You know? No, I don't know. <laughs> and even then, no, it's like. Is that why she left? Yeah, she was like, "I'm out of here. <laughs> it's getting too serious." <laughs> no, no, Maybe. we joke around all the time. Is That's that- not even true. What I said. It's just I don't know. Yeah. I hide in a cloud of jokes for most of the time. But also, I enjoy laughing with people. So I don't feel like it's that dark, you know? Yeah. But what were you going to say? If so you I want people a- to be more vulnerable and open and honest right away. Yeah, or like uh, in a perfect world, like I'd be more honest. I wouldn't be so... I wouldn't say that the podcast is chatter or whatever. Well, it was. <laughs> it's, it is chatter. That The definition of chatter is chatter for sure. Uh, maybe I'd change that... Uh, I'd have like a little bit more money today. 
just today? Because I had to pay rent today, <laughs> and uh, I don't have any money. Yeah, I have no money. But then, if you got a little bit more today, and it made your your rent paying a bit more comfortable, what about tomorrow? Well, tomorrow I don't have to pay rent, so. So you don't care about. I money think it's my utopia is going to be like little things. Yeah. Because uh, if we because you like the world as it is, if we started in like the Gobi Desert with like one concrete tower, and like what is on the top floor of this tower, right? You know, I don't know. Can I just say one thing that I've noticed? You seem to be obsessed with one tower in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, because if I just well, say, for example, again, <laughs> I'm in this desert tower. <laughs> Okay, let's say there's two towers. <laughs> I think the podcast would be so boring. It's like, what? Well, the okay, two towers have that weird like, bridge between the two in the middle. There's like, like an the, H. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually like a condo with like ping pong on the bottom floor and, <laughs> you know, like a nice lobby area, but the rest of it's not so nice. Yeah, it's true. That's like, how they get you. I don't know if that would be my perfect world, you know? that's no, no. That's almost like Toronto world, except there's other buildings around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if... We could live, this could be desert land in like 50 years, you never know, with some buildings left standing. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and then you wouldn't be like, this is the best. But, but uh, So you like, Tor- but you're from Mississauga, then Toronto yeah. early on. Yeah. So you're basically a Toronto, you're a Toronto guy. Yeah. But And like, come on, Kensington Market, the heart of Toronto, that's where you came up. Uh, is that your favorite land? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's kind of still like... When I've been out away, I've like been in other countries and stuff. And oh, I've seen I'll, you. I'll yeah. think about, like, I wish I was in Chinatown, like, eating this really shitty meal. And then when I'm here and I'm eating that meal, it's like, this meal is bad. Like, this food is not that good. But you're so used to it. But I eat it all the time. Yeah. So Like what? It, What's your favorite meal? I like going to this place... That's a 24-hour faux place called Faux Pasteur. We went there once. Okay. A long time ago. Yeah. And it's like neon lights. Do you remember? Um. Anyways. Did we go with Nathan yeah. Fielder? Yeah. Yeah. That's on Dundas. Yeah. That's, yeah. When I rem- that's the only time I hung out with Nathan. Yeah. Not at a show. And I remember being like, fuck, this guy's so funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, damn it. Like, he just made a joke about the spoon. Like, wow. This guy's funny. Yeah, yeah. And now he's like a celeb. Now he's a superstar, yeah. But yeah, so I remember the place and I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's only okay food. Yeah. And but but when you're out of town you miss it. Yeah. Uh I remember seeing on Facebook I think a status uh when you came back from New York, you were like, I never want to go to New York ever again. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? Yeah, or I'm never leaving again or something. Yeah, yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah. Uh I made this I started doing this thing where whenever I come back I ki- I kiss the ground. Like as soon as you come back kiss the ground and be like i'm never leaving yeah and it feels great and then i'll leave again yeah um but it feels great to like want to never leave some you kiss the ground in chinatown in the market yeah it was great in kensington market (laughs) but it it was part of the idea of always kissing the ground so i had to yeah yeah but i think that's better than being here and being like fuck this place it's so lame yeah you know i want to be in denver colorado yeah or wherever what okay so say you have the market environment which you love and faux (laughs) which is okay um but what about um something like from denver like at least get some mountains in the around here or something (laughs) you know like what about actual Hmm. you know environment i think one thing i'd change is uh 
I keep buying this black neck um, cover thing from the construction worker store. Yeah, it's I like love a that black store. Scarf thing. Yeah, but it's like just a loop. I have I have one, and I I lose it. Oh, you know I lose them like once every two weeks. So in your perfect utopian world, I yeah I'd, I'd know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah that everything's was, pretty that much the same another thing i'd except i don't lose my scar is i have i got this thermos from loblaws which is a grocery store yeah and it was supposed to be 30 dollars you know it's like a nice thermos but then it was on sale and it was 15 dollars. pretty good yeah and then it's this beautiful thing it's like keeps it so hot you know technology great technology but the seal is this rubber ring and if you wash it, you know, the seal comes off. Like it falls off and then you have to put the seal back on. And then I lost it. Right. And you can't buy that piece of rubber anywhere. You know, like you got to go and buy another, a whole other contraption, you know. Yeah. Insulating thermos just to get this one piece. And how much does that cost? Well, you have to, it costs like 35 bucks to buy a new. That's brand new how they thing. get you, those assholes. <laughs> exactly. I think the, Vampires. I think the round rubber, um, seal for the thermos and the scarf company are the same guys both circles that go around your keep things uh, warm yeah keep things weird so in a utopia i think uh if i'm allowed to write whatever rule you know make it up whatever i want i want the loblaws thermos ring to be (laughs) like uh unremovable right i don't understand why it is removable it's totally a uh a gimmick to make you lose it and buy more so you have to pay for it yeah yeah um, so basically, in your utopian world right now, it's a Kensington Market in Toronto, faux, and all of your holes, <laughs> <laughs> you never lose any important <laughs> holes that you like. Or another thing I'd change is, like, I I still have to buy presents for my uh, nephews for Christmas, and it's <laughs> January 4th now. Oh, you still do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'd, like, rearrange... Where are they? They're in Vancouver. Okay. So it's maybe it's okay to you mail. You can use mail as an excuse. Yeah, you know, it's like I so like it'll say on the package that I mailed it like January fifth. <laughs> right. Whatever. But <laughs> I can be like, hey, like, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Like they pro- they're just four years old or whatever. They probably won't check. Oh, good. They, then don't worry about my it. My brother will know, but next year you need to get it in gear. Well, I mean five if, they'll start noticing. In like a perfect world, like they'd stay four forever. For you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, would they like that? <laughs> so in the utopian, if it's like all, like write all the rules. Right. I think it's like, I wouldn't lose my scarf and like my nephews wouldn't realize that these presents are two weeks late. <laughs> <laughs> like they'd, so... Maybe that I'd even say that they'd like whatever I send them to. Yeah. Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> what about, um... Um. Hmm. Any? What's your? Any living arrangements? What about that? You like? Well, the place we live, you know, there's no walls. So yeah. We've got this tiny apartment. So this it's, is you and your girlfriend. Yeah. Who I know, Laura. Yeah. Who is also a good artist, Laura McCoy. And we have this apartment, and there's no walls. And she's there with you in this utopian world. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, of course. I'm just. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, my, my girlfriend would be in the utopian world. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Could you imagine if someone said, "No fucking <laughs> it's like, way"? That's exactly the same, but my 
girlfriend, you know, on vacation or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the two anyway, of you, so where you live now in real world, yeah. the two of you, there's no walls. What the hell are you talking about? Well, it's just so small. So when uh, you're when I'm in bed trying to sleep and yeah. then she's like not in bed, yeah. like you can hear everything because there's no walls. Like this house it's is, a studio. It's like a, it's something, I don't know. It used to be a house and now it's not. Like it's two houses, two people live there. Okay. And they put walls in funny places and stuff like that. They divided the apartment up. Okay. And so... We live in this place, and like it's so loud, so it you know. But just you two are loud, or you can hear the other neighbors too easily. It's just like in the bedroom, everyone's, or like if you have a bedroom mm-hmm. and you picture yourself in your bed, it's pretty straightforward. You're, it's your bed, and you're in a room, mm-hmm. and that's kind of all you need. Right. Where in this place where we live now, it's like you're in a bed in a room, but then like this whole half of the wall is open. Mm-hmm. So if someone like cranks up the TV. It's like you're, you're sleeping beside the yeah, TV. It's like you're sleeping right beside this really loud TV. What the hell, man? You know, we gotta. We can't fix it on our own because we're, you know, we're not smart. So if we had, if Plus we you'd could have do to get this, permission to build a wall, I'm sure. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a better reason why we can't fix it. We need permission. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's like magic yeah. wand, if you're the genie from Aladdin, yeah, and it's like, what is your utopian world? I'd say like. A wall there. A wall would make a big difference in my world, yeah. A wall, yeah. <laughs> I just pictured you as Aladdin telling the genie, put a wall in between my bed and the TV. <laughs> and by, by the way, R.I.P. Oh, R.W. R.W.? Yeah, Robin Williams? Yeah. Your, your, R.I.P. your voice. Yeah, R.I.P. R. Yeah. R.I.S.P. R.I.S.P., yeah. <laughs> um... Wow. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, you don't even have to live there in your utopian world, you know. You don't have to just add the wall. You could probably... What would your utopian world house look like if you could build it from scratch? A tower in the desert. We already know that. (laughs) (laughs) No, but On the way here, when I was coming, I was like, she's going to want me to explain what I want in the world. Yeah. And, like, it just seems like I... You were really dreading doing this, Yeah, like, uh, I was, like, full of dread. I was like, I can't, if I'm going to actually talk about it, it's like, first of all, I don't know how to talk about it enough to be like, we need to do this. We need to do that. Well, first of all, I will say too, no one is holding you to anything you say in this. It's all ridiculous (laughs) and thought of in the moment. Like these are not steadfast rules that will be done after this podcast is done. Um, well, uh, okay. Maybe I'll, I'll go out on a limb. You could say I could live on the back of a... A gorilla and all i wear use binoculars what, uh, to look at the sun is that what other people say no i just made it up right that's how lucy goose um no one has used the gorilla part yet <laughs> <laughs> okay so you love where you're living you just wish a wall was there yeah so in your utopian world so far i love my job but i wish i had a little bit more money today Today. So I didn't have to go to two banks to mm-hmm. pay rent. But let's say hypothetically in this utopian world, you could say, ta-da, this is where Laura and I live. What would it look like? <clears throat> well, uh, I bet you this. TV room's in the basement. Bedroom's on the third that's floor. That's what you'd want? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just trying <laughs> to give you a... Uh, well... Uh, I don't know what I would want. I think it's I I can't do it. I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. I think where I live is the spot because if I start, you know, uh, fantasizing time. about what I want, I'll probably cry. 
uh, I uh, that would make a good podcast. <laughs> I, was, I was almost close to saying like I would love that, but I wouldn't like love John that. John broke down. Like, I wanna in this episode. I'd like a car and a, <laughs> a parking space for my own. Well, I guess most people, yeah. If we really go utopian world, do we start realizing I think it is how trapped we are world. as human beings in this? I think like our lives here are, is very nice. That's a good point because we can do things like we, even though it might be it look very shitty and you know who knows if people like it. I was still able to make a move with Amy, which yeah. is insane. Yeah, it's totally it's totally insane that you can actually do that. You know, you can just do that. Yeah, a lot of people can't. Well, you're you guys are cruising off of being the artist you want to be. Um, or like that's a, a benefit of this. Yeah, right. This culture that we live in now. Like when, when, or where I live, it's like the house is, you know, quite shitty. It's pretty shitty. We had a, we dog sat one day and then uh, this dog ate the whole window. Like this dog escaped. There's even bars on the window and this dog ate the window, ran out of the house. Was the window glass? No, it was like bug screen. Right, right. Like ate the bug screen and then got out through the bars and was gone did you find it i found it yeah jeez but it's like the house like it's not you know as well an example i don't of how, know if that dog's behavior <laughs> represents the house as an example of the quality <laughs> of the house like this dog like ate the window and escaped the screen was made out of uh old dog food <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like, and, why anyways, would, the, yeah, okay. the point being the like, dog really wanted there's to no leave. wall you know what else is bad about the house uh whatever there's no wall that's bad but when you step outside it's like everybody from the rest of the city will go there as a tourist and, and be like, this is the area that I want to be in on a Saturday. Right. Like, like I like it. Like, finally, I'm where I like to be, you know? Well, so, yeah, that's the hard part about Kensington. It's uh, the weekend is it's just tourist city. Yeah. Right. But but what I mean is, like, I can't shit on the house because, like, this is it's actually very good. Then there you, you go. Know? Or it's like uh, we get to do this podcast. You know, or like we get to do a comedy show. That's like maybe the most fun thing you can do in the world. Yeah. Right? Like it's actually like if I had to think about the things that were the most fun or the most scary, like I've walked across this bridge in Vancouver, like this rope bridge. Oh, yeah. Like sort of scary, you know. But like doing a show where I had no material once was like that is definitely the most scared I've ever been. Like, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah. And it's like, that's like within our grasp. Or yeah. Whatever. So it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's so great. Right. So you think one of the great aspects of the the culture we get to live in now is that we can face, face our fears and it's fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you know that I run a monthly show now that is called Riffington at the Ossington? Yeah. And... Uh, you can't do any material. Yeah, you have to riff. Terrifying. You got what happened? You got to do it. Do you like run out and then you kind of have nothing to say? Well, I walk. You would like pace around. <laughs> I'll totally. You'll do run. It. I'll You'll run. run out. I'll run around the stage. Oh no! You mean like you run off the stage? <laughs> no, because you said do you run out, and I was like run out. No, I mean like <laughs> go on stage. Do you do you go and being like okay, I'm going to tell them about you know not paying rent, and then you do that, and then you're like yeah, now I'm now I have nothing to say. Yeah, but you That's kind of like it. right now. You find it. No, no. Uh, but the one thing that I do now at the show is before I bring you up, I get an, a topic from the uh, audience. Okay. And I give it to you. So okay. you can riff on that if you want. 
Um, but you can also have like, yeah, skeletal ideas. Like if you like, for example, uh, the rent thing. If you wanted to riff on that, just go for it. Yeah. And then yeah, you might reach an endpoint, and you don't know where to go from there. And that's part of the excitement, like you were saying. Yeah, I'll love to do that show. Cool. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think I can't. I think you would be really good on it. I think I can't do this um, <clears throat> utopian world thing that well because yeah. I think it's like very like uh, I've convinced myself that all the shitty things are good. So if I actually had to be like, I want like, you know, like a new iPad mini keyboard, then I, I'd get all screwed up. Cause but I, you're talking I, about materialistic things yeah. specifically. What about like, you know, like I said, like what if there was Denver, Colorado? Like what if the Rockies were on the... A- <laughs> it's, still, it's still material though. But then you'll get sad. You'll be like, there's no real mountains here yeah, now. Yeah, like the... <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know this is a nice take on it though not a lot of people have taken it so hard when when i've been away and come back yeah i've been like wow like toronto is so ugly it's ugly yeah like well, this you city guys, you looks and, not good you got you and amy have done like all of europe right or a lot of europe we've done some places some places we've in gone europe. around a couple places yeah okay yeah. we've done some places in the states some places in europe Doing your sketch review, I should say. Or like we've we'll, we've done just different things. So sometimes we've performed. Sometimes it's a project. Oh, okay. Sometimes we'll go. We went to this place called Newcastle in England, which is yeah. right at the top by Scotland. Yeah. And uh, stayed in this apartment and tried to write ideas for like a full month or something and like never went outside. And the sun sets at like 3.30. Like there's no light. And it was extremely harsh. Wow. And, but it's cool because they, the other side of Newcastle is that they party like it's New Year's every Friday. So if you go out, it's totally... Can I swear on this podcast? Uh, I think I already did a bunch of it's times. It's like yeah. insane as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Like they actually party like it's New Year's, like suits, like crazy clothes. They work for that party yeah. each week. Yeah, and then yeah. they'll go into a club and go so crazy. There's ambulances outside. Like, people Holy get, shit. you know, they'll get, like, uh, drunk so much they're throwing up, like, black. You know, it's black. Like, something, like there's some limit when you drink too much and then you puke so much and, like, something comes out of your body Just like black. Hell bile? It's probably bile. Well, I think there's a Newcastle beer that's a porter that is, like, a dark black beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's from Newcastle. And the reason why I'm talking about that is... Uh, or maybe I'm thinking of something else, but English Porter. Oh, yeah, it's about the mountain. So it's like whenever yeah. I've come back and like had some perspective, right? it's like, wow, this place is so ugly. Like We live in a place that's just this... It's just brown with mud in the winter. You yeah, know, it's almost like a swampland yeah, coming like, up off of the lake. It's just being like, like a dirt. Everything's covered in dirt. Right. And it's, you know, it's a swampland. Yeah. Um. Uh. And, and so then the conclusion I have convinced myself of yeah. is it's like the winter and it being really cold is actually the best part of the city. It's like there's no mountains, there's no ocean, there's no anything. There's no, you know, there's no forest, you know, there's nothing. Like there's, it's not good. It's like there's no canals and there's no uh, beautiful this or that or whatever. It's okay. like it's just this place and half the time it gets so cold, you just have to watch movies all night. Which is good. Which is sort of good. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good because it's like... Now I'm getting sad. 
I mean, it's good. It's like the exciting thing about Toronto is that it's like half the time it's like so cold. It doesn't make any sense. Right. And then when you walk down the street, like there's this thing where people will frown at each other to be like, I know what, like I, I know what's up. Yeah. And I've caught myself doing it. Like I'll walk by someone and then I'll make this face, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like a frown to be like, I am also not enjoying my entire existence right now. Like, do you know what I mean? And then some other guy will like frown back and it's like, whoa, it's like, I feel good. Like I feel good because him and I think this is bullshit. Wow. An <laughs> unspoken agreement that we are in hell. Yeah. <laughs> Do you say that's a vibe of this city? Yeah. Or it's like, it's good <laughs> because then all these people are actually being friendly, you know? Right. We have something to relate to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing long johns right now. I mean, it was minus 11. I was just out actually in Kensington just now before I met up with you. Crazy. And I was wearing long johns because, uh, yeah, the winter has finally struck here, and it's yeah, it's it's unforgiving and harsh and stupid. But I'm going to Alberta on Friday, and it's supposed to be like minus twenty two there or something. Why are you going to Alberta? Comedy to perform. Yeah, great. Red Deer and then Calgary. If you're listening, you should meet up <laughs> with a comedian named Sarah Adams. She's in Calgary. Oh, uh, I think I met her before. She's a. Uh, She's so funny. Maybe I will. I yeah, I'm gonna. Her. Yeah, you should meet her. I, I she does stand up. I definitely think I've met her once, like in passing. Yeah. But I'm doing. Uh, I'm I'm only in Red Deer for two days, but then I'm in Calgary for about a week. Okay. So I'll be doing local shows around town, and then a club there, and I'll bump into her for sure. Great. I'll tell her. Or I'll look her up. Yeah. Do that. <clears throat> so. Uh, I like your reasoning. <laughs> it's a good take. It's an interesting take. Yeah. Because you're sort of, you have like a sort of, uh, uh, obviously, uh, like we all do, like you're talking about being honest, you have a dark twist on your interpretation of our everyday life here in like a kind of drab city, but there's a part of you that spins that to is what's actually what you love about it and what's positive about it. Yeah. Like, for example, like when you came back from New York and you're like, or or no, when you were traveling, you're like, I miss this shitty foe from Dundas. (laughs) And then you go home to Dundas and you're eating and you're like, "Yep, this is shitty." <laughs> but that's what you. But that's what you missed. Yeah, yeah. When we were saying that, I so I, utopian world. You have okay, and I'm going to say this to everybody listening too. You have like a brilliant imagination, uh, and you're true. such a funny writer and creator. And you're still saying, "I've given you the keys to the kingdom <laughs> by saying you could design your own perfect world." And you're saying, yeah, but I just like everything. Take them back, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, put these keys up your ass. When when we were talking, I no, remember. No, you like this. You like what you have. You don't want to yeah. like shit on what you have sli- by imagine, fantasizing of something different. Yeah. I think that's really a cool take on it. <clears throat> I wanted to t- uh, tell you about uh, this thing happened last year or in 2015. <clears throat> that was, uh, I thought it was so funny. And I was like, this is like the funniest thing that's happened in months mm-hmm. and I got to figure out how to do something with this. It's so funny. Like I, I have to make it a status or, or make a drawing or something like this mm-hmm. has to be captured, but I never, I never did it. Cause when I yeah. tried to, it was like, it doesn't actually work. But what happened was I was at work and I let in the bell simpatico guy to fix the internet. Yeah. So this guy's there <laughs> and he fixed it. He's working on the internet and then I'm standing around and then I had to go to the bathroom so then I went to the bathroom and I was sitting on the toilet 
And then the guy finished working and he came to let me know. And like I'm at work, he's at work. Like no one is really, you know, filling the room with their personality or anything. It's just like these two guys are trying to ignore each other as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on the toilet and then the guy came up to the bathroom door yeah. and he kept knocking on the door like, uh, sir, 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 uh, can you hear that? Sir? Yeah. Sir. Hello, sir. And then I was sitting on the toilet and like the door's like right by my head here. And it's like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like I'm t- <laughs> trying to take a shit. <laughs> and this bell sympathetical guy wants me to like talk to him like i have to speak yeah. to make him stop knocking on the door yeah like i'm i'm clearly in the bathroom like yeah. he knows i'm in the bathroom yeah but he wants to hear my voice like as i take a shit or he will keep knocking yeah or he's just gonna be like sir <laughs> uh hello sir and that's stressful and <laughs> i thought like this is like a gift from god like, this is so funny. Yeah. Like, what the hell is happening to me right now? Like, I don't want to talk to this guy when I'm sitting on the toilet. Oh, my God. You should make that an installation <laughs> where people have to sit in a toilet and then hear someone knocking the whole freaking time. Wow. That would be so funny. <laughs> in an art gallery, someone like wow. people going to sit on the toilet and hearing <laughs> Sir, a service sir. man bothering them Hello, sir sir but the knock yeah that's the most tense thing yeah or i have a huge stand-up set about people trying to get in yeah, the bathroom and when i was telling the story i just remembered like oh yeah chris has a story about being like oh i'll be one minute right yeah 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 you have like the exact same yeah this is a chris lock joke no 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 it's a very similar to a chris lock joke well but when that we happened, all have that experience i was like this is like maybe like that. This is the peak of my year. Like, I think this is so... Like, I after the guy left, I just, like, laughed. I was just standing around in the hallway, like, laughing my ass off. Was he there when you were laughing? No, he, he like, finished installing the realized. internet and left. Yeah. That's so funny. But, like, this is, like, the... like th- I'm going to make a million dollars off this idea. Like, this is the best <laughs> thing that could possibly happen to me. Because one thing that is so weird with our society that we ignore like crazy is... All, all the time, every day, we have to get into the most vulnerable situation where we are half nude <laughs> and like slaves to our freaking bowels. <laughs> and the fact that like anybody bothering us in that scenario is like the most primitive, like I'm in danger. <laughs> so like you've got this strange man in your house, like nonstop rapping on the door. <laughs> Like, that's the funniest part is that he didn't go, I know he's in there, but uh, he doesn't want to be bothered. I'll wait. Yeah, exactly. He was like, nope, I'm getting. (laughs) Or he just wasn't paying attention. Right. Like, he was thinking about, you know, lotto tickets or something, whatever, (laughs) whatever he had on his mind that that moment. So he just like kind of like stopped paying attention and then was just like knocking nonstop. I like that you assume he's thinking of lotto tickets. Like, maybe I, I make that assumption because that's totally like my. I have this like mental problem. I do that. It's like totally something I do. You paint the character in for you. I what? Like you you illustrate you, you illustrate the character for your your own narrative. I, I mean, I'm I'm imposing this on him because I zone out. Like I would knock on the door for like five minutes and be like, "Shit, I just knocked on that door for five minutes." <laughs> like I remember being a kid. That's so this funny. is the, what I always think about because when it happens, I'll be like, "Oh yeah, like maybe I have OCD." 
But when I was yeah. a kid, I remember my parents, I'm in a hotel room, and they're yeah. like, look, we'll be back in three hours. Here is pay-per-view. Like, watch a movie. Yeah. You know, we'll be back. You got your homework to do. You know, everything's fine. We'll be back, whatever. They leave. Yeah. I type in the, no, you had to phone them. So I phone pay-per-view, you know, I type in the number to get Waterworld. And then the phone rings. And then when the phone, I don't understand how this works, but when the phone answers, then the movie starts. Yeah. It was some motel or something. Yeah. So yeah. you type in the number and then when the phone clicks and the movie starts. I remember that. And then they came back three hours later and I was sitting there listening on this phone ring for three hours <laughs> and the movie never started. And I was like so stressed. Like maybe I was even like crying. I don't know. I don't remember. But they're like, why didn't you hang up the phone? Like, why are you waiting? <laughs> like, what is your problem? And I sat there waiting for the movie to start for three hours. And oh, my God. And that's, like, not normal. And so the stuff like that will happen all the time to me. You zone out. Or something, yeah. Uh, or, then or like I thought, I just, I, at first I thought, to be honest, I was like, oh, that's kind of judgmental. Uh, John just thinks a man who works for Bell must be... <laughs> Uh, consumed by the idea of lotto tickets but in reality you're projecting yeah. what would happen to you yeah. is like oops have i been knocking on this door for five hours yeah. that's really nice and also crazy but i think wow you're obviously a super creative guy you're i i get distracted all the time i mean i'm actually pretty impressed with how focused this interview has gone today because <laughs> usually i digress pretty bad but yeah right. i think that's really that's uh, we got to end it on that story because that's insane. I've got a better one. Okay. It's the same. But your parents it, came home and I just like the idea of picturing, like, did you watch the movie? And you're no. still on the phone. Yeah, like, I'm just eh. waiting. I'm just waiting for it to start. And I just remembered yeah. another time that happened as an adult. And this is this is like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah. This might be the craziest. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Still good. <laughs> um, for those of you listening, I dropped the uh, recorder and it's totally good. Yeah, go ahead. One, anyways, one of the craziest things that's ever happened, but it's the day before Halloween, yeah. and I was dressed like a zombie, yeah. and I was 20 or something, <clears throat> and at the time I was working... But this th is the day before Halloween. Yeah, or it, there's some reason why I'm dressed... You know what? Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. There's some reason why I'm dressed like a zombie. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, and this is the exact same thing. Like, it happened to me when I was a kid, and it happens to me... In this story, it happens to me now. It's just something that happens to me all the time. Maybe in the utopian world, you know, this would happen less. Or so. I, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really that bad. But it's like, for some reason, I'm dressed like a no, zombie. No, let's keep the world as, as it is. <laughs> let's not try and change it anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, we don't need to change that much. Um, but I'm dressed like a zombie, and I have yeah. like blood under my eyes or whatever. I'm dressed like... Yeah. I didn't have the I didn't have any money then, so it's just yeah. made out of like clo like older clothes that I had, like maybe some <laughs> like um, brown pants that I had, yeah. and like a like a brown snowboarding coat. Like it wasn't right. a very specific kind of a zombie. <laughs> it was just like, but that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's, zombies it's, are it's all everybody. They're people from years ago. And then I went to go to this internship working for an animator mm -hmm. that I had. They made this animation. Mm -hmm. Anyways, you had to ring the doorbell to get in. And they're upstairs. So I show up at this place and uh, I ring the doorbell and nothing happens. Mm -hmm. And then I ring the doorbell and nothing happens. And then I go into this zone in my head and I end up just ringing the doorbell for a really long time and holding my finger on the bell. And 
upstairs, it's like you hold the bell and it just like it rings the whole time your fingers on it. Yeah, you know. And when they don't answer the door, it means that they're in the middle of a shot and they can't stop. Oh my god! And so they're working, and then there's just this bell going like, you know, nonstop. Yes. And they're like, "What the fuck is going on down I'm there?" I'm very scared of this yeah, story. Right? And they're like, "Like who is who is ringing the bell that much?" Yeah. And I'm just ringing the bell, ringing the bell, dressed like a zombie. And then what happens is I fall asleep. <laughs> are you fuck? What are you talking about? Yeah. As a zombie, you fell asleep ringing a doorbell. Somehow I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ringing no. the bell, and then I fell asleep. And then I wake up. I'm woken up by a firefighter who thinks I'm dead. And I wake up, and there's this fire truck, and this guy. And then wake up, and he goes, Ugh! and I scare him because he thought I was a dead body. And because of your zombie makeup, yeah, because somebody must have called in that this guy is like on the street with all this blood on his face. And this fire truck shows up, and he's like, "Oh my god, I thought you were dead." And I was like, "No, no, I'm just, I just dress like this." And he's like, "Never do that again." Da, da, da. Oh come and on, you can do whatever. You... And then, yeah. and then, uh, I can't believe that. And then, I go home or something. Yeah. And then I and then li- I don't remember how this part ends up, but then the animators are like, "What the fuck were you doing? Like, we thought it was someone who's going to come and kill us." Like we saw this guy out the window in this funny hat and these brown clothes <laughs> just leaning against their doorbell. Like, what the fuck is going on? And so they were so mad. And then on top of that, Did you I get fell that? As- Did you ever have that job? Did you get fired or what happened? I didn't get fired. I didn't really get a job out of it. Oh. But they're just like, never, like, John, never do that. Like, never do that again. And then I thought about when I was little and I was trying to order Waterworld and I was like, I don't, it's just, I've got this problem. Every like, now and then, the, the yeah, zone Yeah, I go into the zone. Yeah. You know? So you would keep that or would you change that? I. But then you wouldn't be you without the zone Yeah, out. I don't know. <laughs> I'd probably keep it, but maybe I'd get like, um, you know, like a, a low level NFB job out of it or something like that. <laughs> Like <laughs> yeah, you can zone it at the NFB. You know, like maybe like National Film Board. I'd get like a a slightly better position, or you know, because after that, like nothing happened. Then I just had a normal job after that. That's so insane. Well, I love it. Thanks for sharing those two crazy <laughs> stories. Um, yeah, I never heard that before. Um, are you still? You have like the, f- I think you're the king of funny Facebook statuses. Uh, are you doing them on Twitter too? No, I, I, you didn't like Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Well, I was like, I'm, I've been using Facebook nonstop since it started. I feel bad because I feel like that was me pushing you to like, you have to do these on Twitter too. You did. You did. You're like, why don't you go to Twitter? And then I was like, okay. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done with Facebook. Now I'm going to try to be good at Twitter. Yeah. And Twitter is so much harder. I think Twitter it's hard is hard like, to get momentum. Twitter is like a totally different thing, and people who do both, like post on both at the same time, like mm-hmm. I haven't, I don't understand that. Like I, I think talking to people on Facebook, you say, you know, whatever. Yeah, I feel like total garbage. All your friends are going to be like, "Oh, are you okay?" And then you have to be like, "I'm actually fine," you know. Like, you so do to, you even have a Twitter account anymore? Yeah. Or should I say follow you on Twitter on here? Sure. You don't use it though. I don't. I haven't used it in a while. Okay. 
Um, but if people listening follow him on Adam as a friend on Facebook to read his statuses, and then you put them on privacy so they don't see everything. <laughs> but what else should we say? What else should we check out? Uh, we do a show called Dored. Oh yeah, I've and done that. Now um, it's really Vice good. is interested in it, and Vice has a TV channel. Yeah. So you know who knows what's going to happen with that, but you might hear about Dored outside of this podcast in the future. Yeah. If it gets um, if someone wants to move it somewhere, but if not, you can watch it. It's always broadcast live. We have a TV studio in our place with like six cameras, and it's shot live, and you can watch it like a show. Yeah. And it's called Dored, and it's a performance art and comedy kind of show damn i don't think you guys shot it when i did it did you yeah we have everything is shot oh i didn't so even we know. have your whole set shot like a tv show like a like the late show or something like you know it's really good and like bridget moser is always on it and yeah. neil lapierre and Glenn's Glenn always mccauley yeah good stuff and then you guys of course yeah wicked so that's gonna happen and if you live in montreal check out bugs that's happening in the next few weeks. Yeah. This will be out tomorrow, so you can promote okay. all that stuff. Yeah. And um, it's also playing at the an art space in London, Ontario, which I don't remember what it's called. And uh, that's it. And we have a show at yeah. U of T coming out in two weeks. U of T has an art show. So if you're, gonna, if you're around U of T What's that called? Room, it's called Showroom. Okay, cool. Well, did you have fun coming on? Yeah. It wasn't as stressful, was it, as you thought? I, I thought at the beginning I was kind of shitty, but I think it was good. I don't think so. We all, we all do. We always think that about <laughs> ourselves. It happens. I think, all, I think my whole life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, think my, I think my brain is uh, a hunk of junk. <laughs> like, you know, like my brain is like how Han Solo talks about the Millennium Falcon. Like, this thing's a hunk of junk. But it, it can still go. He's still proud of it. Uh, Han still lo- well, loves it. Han still like. I don't know my Star Wars quotes that good, but yeah, it can go to something in twelve. There is a quote in where he goes, "I'm proud of this hunk of junk, Chewie." <laughs> <laughs> or doesn't he say like it, it doesn't look like much, but it'll get you there? Yeah, stuff like, stuff that. like that. And then he says, "Kid, <laughs> it'll get you there." This hunk of junk, I'm proud of, kid. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for coming on. I had a a fun time hanging out. Yeah, thanks a lot. Cool. All right, there you go. That was John McCurley. John, thanks so much for coming on. And as you guys heard in the podcast, he doesn't use Twitter that much anymore, but uh, I've checked it. He's still got a few followers and he still updates. So follow John at John McCurley123 on Twitter just to find out more. But also, whenever you're interested in finding out what... uh, he's up to like uh, some of the art projects we were talking about or anything just google his name you know how like detectives do when they want to find out more about a they want to investigate a person they google their name these days that's it that's all it takes to be a detective today these days google a name and uh, there it is there's their wikipedia page they're like okay there's their imdb page okay okay i see but yeah that was so much fun and a good chat with john and you guys where are you are you out there it's a sunny day here in uh toronto canada which but freezing but sunny so maybe i should go out and uh get some uh, those rays on my face what are you gonna do are you gonna do that too before you do that uh follow us on twitter at utopia to me on twitter and tell people about it pass it around share these episodes we've had so many great guests and uh so much more to come and then follow me at Chris Lock Fun 
on uh, Twitter. You know, I'm always telling you what I'm up to. Like, for example, Alberta, like I mentioned in the uh, Alberta, Ontario, uh, Canada, <laughs> Alberta, Canada. I'm in you um, Friday, January 8th, all the way to January 16th is my last show at Laugh Shop in Calgary. So I, there's details of that coming out. So I'll see you there. I'm in Red Deer January 8th and 9th, and then Calgary 10 to uh, 16. So I'll see you there. Otherwise, you guys, um, peace out. You know what I mean? Love life. Hey, climb to the top of the roof and uh, have a soda and be like, you know what? I'm bad, baby. I'm bad. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.